Blog Talk Radio. Radio. I'm 
pain Sometimes I find myself upon the number two train Some people look at me and see negativity Some people look at me and see positivity But when I see myself, I see creativity So if I can create, well then I make some money Some others push your hands up if you're out here getting paid Some others push your hands up if you're out here getting paid Oh, 
swing. I'm your boy, Flossie Jeezy. I'm on deck, you know what I'm saying? 
I'm going to get right into this thing. Like I said, normally I take a break and wait on folks to get here, but this situation is completely out of hand. I mean, it's it's getting worse and worse, and it just gets completely ugly, and it just gets uglier as it goes down. So I'm going to go ahead and start the ball rolling here with this. the first story about uh, Eric Gardner. Like I said before, this is the kind of stuff that, like I said before, it's real ugly. You know, a lot of folks don't like to, you know, to talk about it, especially the powers that be, because they know that these cops are in the wrong. They know that they're wrong for the stuff that they do, yet for whatever reason, they continue to keep these cops on, on, on assignment, so to speak. They continue to make it where all they have to do is just, you know, work a desk job or get paid leave, you know what I'm saying? They, they murder folks and then they turn around and they get an opportunity to just have desk duty, you know what I'm saying? One guy doesn't do anything. The guy that, that killed, actually killed Gardner, he sits up and uh, he gets uh, basically just his badge taken from him and the other ones get desk duty. And you even had 911 was a joke was played because you had paramedics that showed up, and instead of helping Mr. Gardner the whole time, all they did was stand around as if they was waiting on some kind of, you know, coffee break or something. So, you know, this type of bullshit goes on all the time. My favorite word is how it goes down. I think it's just deliberate fuckery. Fuckery is a condition that happens when things are going down that you know are wrong, and they don't try to do anything to improve it. They don't try to, you know, uh, clean up their act or anything. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's just... Well, it's what I call unbridled fuckery. Unbridled fuckery is when stuff happens that you know is going down wrong that they don't even try to clean up or fix up or change. And so to sit up here and see this situation go down the way it did, I mean, it's ridiculous. You know, I mean, it doesn't make any sense to me. And like I said before, it's quite a bothersome thing, and it's, and it's actually a very, uh, you know, emotional thing because you see stuff like this going on, and it's like, you know, you can't believe your eyes and what you're seeing. So... You know, and, you know, even here in Portland, Oregon, and which is where I'm broadcasting from the city of Roses, there was an incident when a young man was highly depressed and going through some changes because, you know, he had problems with a girlfriend. Well, what ended up happening was they had a standoff, and, you know, they were trying to talk the guy out. And so the kid goes to go back inside, a young man, he goes to go back inside of his apartment, and he gets shot in the back by an officer. An officer, by the way, they told all the officers to hold up, don't shoot, you know what I'm saying, don't do anything, just kind of, you know, wait around and see what's going to happen. And they sit up here, and they and they kill the guy. So I'm like, I can't believe, you know, you know that we're witnessing. Here it is, 2014, and we're still seeing, you know, murderous uh, things going down and cops doing things that, Lord knows, they have no business doing. So... That's the purpose of me having the meeting tonight. That's the purpose of me coming on talking about a very serious subject. You know what I'm saying? You got paramedics standing around. You got cops that are, you know, killing folks. You know what I'm saying? You got things going down that just don't make really much sense. But like I said before, you sit up here and you see um, this stuff happening all the time. And it's really a heartbreaking situation. It's bad for the family. It's bad for, you know, the people that are involved. And it's definitely bad for someone who's murdered and, and basically who's not doing anything. Now, this thing with Eric Gardner, they were saying that this individual was, you know, selling cigarettes or, you know, uh, you know, unlicensed cigarettes or whatever. Whatever it was, you know, I mean, honestly, when you think about it, do you think that it's really actually worth a man losing his life for, you know, just because? I mean, this shit is absolutely, you know, crazy the way it's getting out of control. And it doesn't seem like there's going to be any resolution to it. I mean, it's just... It's just absolutely ridiculous. What I want to do right now is I'm going to play you a, a little bit of uh, a little bit of audio 
from 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 the situation. Then I'm going to read read some of it back to you afterwards. So what I want you to do right now is is uh, you know what I'm saying get yourself together and tune yourself in to to, uh, to 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 what's going on here. When Mr. Gardner is telling the, is telling the police basically that he cannot breathe and he's having difficulty breathing, I want you to hear this. I want you. It's definitely a good video and and good audio of uh, Mr. Gardner's last moments alive. You know, in the hands of these people that are supposed to be serving and protecting. So we're going to get to this in just a second. Here's our feed. Here's our feed right here. And let's see, I'm going to get one more uh, apparatus filled video real quick, and then we're going to get right to the video. I mean, this thing is, is absolutely deplorable the way this went down. Here's Mr. Gardner basically right before he loses his life. Okay, unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to to get that that audio for whatever reason. But like I said before, um, it's it's really a horrible situation. I'm gonna I'm gonna see. We're gonna talk here for a little while longer. I'm gonna see if I can uh, bring it up on 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 some YouTube feed because you know this is just another example of of what we have when we have to sit up here and watch this type of behavior going down the way it's going down. And I'm I'm just you know what I'm saying I'm just not believing. Wait a minute, I, I I know how we can get it done now. Let me, let me give me just another moment here, and I'm going to uh, get this audio ready for you so that you can hear Mr. Gardner pleading for his life. So I'm going what I'm going to do is I'm going to I'm going to pause my headset, and I'm going to give you folks an opportunity to hear this man. You know what I'm saying? Basically, in his like I said, in his last moments alive. You know, Flossie G. I might have some technical difficulties here and there. But I'm not going to let you folks down. I want you folks to be able to to listen here and understand exactly what went on with Mr. Gardner. Doc, don't worry, because he was just sitting here. I just came here. Somebody up for breaking up a fight. Everybody standing here, this lady do nothing. I did not sell nothing. Because every time they see you, you want to harass me, you want to stop me, so I'm so I'm minding my business, officer. I'm minding my business. Please just leave me alone. I told you the last time, please just leave me alone. Hey, 
Once again, police beating up on people. Back up right here. Back up and get on that set, okay? Back up. All he did was break up a fight. And this is what happens for breaking up a fight. This is crazy. Can't breathe. Look, now I mean they gave this man a seizure. Yo, move out the way. Yo. My brother, back up this Everybody now back up. Back up. Back up. Back it up. Come on in my house. This way. Let's go. Can't go in my house or that way. Alright, I call it that way. Pick a choice. Let me get my bike. You had your chance to get your bike, sir. Stay over there. Right now we have to see so as you can hear for yourself, in the last few minutes of Mr. Gardner's life, He's telling the police that he hasn't done anything wrong. He's basically not resisting, not really. And he's just telling them, you know, that it's not necessary for them to, to, to arrest him. If you'll also notice, they never showed that he had any cigarettes. They had no evidence whatsoever. It's just a cop that saw him, and they decided to play bully boy ball with this man. And they had no evidence that he was there. They tried to clean it up in the media and say, oh, well, this guy had cigarettes. He had this, he had that, and the third. He had all this stuff. But they had no evidence right there in front of him. And, and I'll say again, even if he did, even if he did have some, some cigarettes or something like that, to sit up here and choke this man's life out of him is absolutely ridiculous. And so as we read through, the, you know, this uh, report from, from CNN, it's one of these kind of deals where it's absolutely ridiculous that what's, what's happened to him. According to the way it's read here from CNN, he was confronted, Mr. Gardner was confronted by police and, and, and which, uh, confronted and was trying to arrest him allegedly for selling illegal cigarettes. And I'll say again, there was no proof that this man had illegal cigarettes. That's it. That Eric Gardner, you know, raised both hands in the, in the air, you know what I'm saying, which means he wasn't trying to resist it, and with, uh, when with passive defiance, told the officers not to touch it. Secondly, the video shows the officer had come up from behind him, and that guy uh, was, if I can uh, get the name here, hold on just a moment. I, I'll, have the, I'll have the name of this, this fellow here in, in, in a second here. He uh, was one, one, a guy who, who's been in trouble with the, with the law before for, uh, you know what I'm saying, being, having excessive force. His name is Daniel Pantaleo, and Mr. Pantaleo took it upon himself to do two egregious things. First, he put Mr. Garner in a chokehold, which is illegal as hell in, a, in the state of New York and everywhere else around the country, I'm sure, but, but just this reason right here. And he smiled and laughed for the camera after he pulled his act. So basically it says here that seconds later, the video shows Mr. Pantaleo grabbed the 350-pound man from behind, uh, put him in a chokehold, and pulled him down to the sidewalk, rolling him onto his stomach. You can hear Mr. Gardner saying five or six times, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. 
Now, this man, of course, was asthmatic, we found out later on, but he was telling him that he couldn't breathe. He said his cries were muffled into the pavement. It said here that the video Thursday of the skirmish shows, that particular Thursday showed the skirmish of sat down a man laying on the ground motionless after the, the incident. And asthmatic, Gardner was later declared dead at a nearby hospital, according to a CNN affiliate, and police said that he suffered a heart attack and died en 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 route to the hospital. Of course he died from a heart attack. When your air is cut off long enough and you're an asthmatic and you're not getting any air in, uh, it's going to cause your body to break down. You only have so much time the rest of your body follows that. And, of course, they're saying it was a terrible tragedy, a terrible tragedy that no family should have to go through, said New York Mayor Bill de Blasio, calling the video an incident that was very troubling. Police told WCBS that the 43-year-old gardener, father of six, had a lengthy criminal history and had previously been arrested for selling untaxed cigarettes. Again, we don't see any of this on on, uh, on tape. We don't see any evidence of, of the uh, of cigarettes that he's supposed to have had. We don't see any evidence of any of this stuff. Officer Daniel Pantaleo, uh, uh, who has seen choking Gardner, put on a modified assignment and stripped of his gun and shield. So this man still getting, was still getting paid by the NYPD, and he continues to investigate the evidence, and the chokehold tactic is prohibited by the NYPD for just this reason. Two MT, uh, EMT paramedics have also been suspended without pay. Erica Hellstrom, Vice President of the Development at Richmond University Medical Center, said in an email, in a statement, the Patrolman's uh, Benevolent Association President, Patrick Lynch, called Pentaleo's assignment completely, uh, 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 reassignment uh, completely unwarranted and a knee-jerk reaction for political reasons, and uh, he said more effectively prejudges the case and denies the officer the very benefit of doubt that has long been part of the social contract with the police. Well, you know, fuckery is fuckery. And we see on tape that what they did was fuckery. And how could you look at that video and say that it was unwarranted if a chokehold is illegal and you put down a chokehold on a, on a person and you know it's illegal by your, your police department, how can you say, you know, in, in statements of fuckery that it was unwarranted unless you're just blind or uh, let's put it this way, what if it was your family member that was getting choked up and you know he was asthmatic. I wonder if it would be unwarranted then. I guess it only applies to the people of color because they're the ones that keep getting put in chokeholds, as you hear by the rest of the story tonight. On that, on that, on the following Saturday, or on the next Saturday following the incident, Garner's family rallied alongside Al Sharpton in Upper Manhattan, New York, demanding a full investigation into Garner's death, according to WCBS. Garner's wife was able to speak at the rally but found herself too emotional. New York photographer Joe Graham was at Saturday's, that Saturday's dis, uh, demonstration, in which lasted for two hours, was shared photographs with the CNN Eye Report and says that he captured, you know, I'm saying the uh, people walking alongside protesters that traveled from New Brighton Church uh, where the um, chokehold took place at. said the crowd was uh, composed good and was well-meaning and all the good stuff that you can say about that. But the bottom line is for this police benevolence, whatever, blah, 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 uh, you know what I'm saying, to sit up here and say that they didn't see anything wrong and that they thought everything was okay with that is absolutely complete fuckery. And I think that when you go back and you review the tape over and over again, the fact that you knew that you couldn't do that, I mean, officers are usually equipped with tasers. They're usually equipped with something. If you couldn't handle the situation, all you had to do was the standard thing, and that was 
detain the individual until you were able to uh, get things in. You don't sit up and put people in chokeholds. You don't sit up and do illegal shit. And like I said before, that family ought to get paid pretty good for you know what you're seeing that what happened right there. And it's the type of thing that should never happen. But once again, you know they keep calling these clowns heroes, and these and, they, and all they do is uh, show you know what I'm saying just how bad things go. Now here's a here's a report right here by the Huffington Post. Uh, it's called Politics. And by the way, political things. There was no politics involved. They did the right thing by doing this. You don't let cops that do this kind of crap continue to walk around. That's that's fuckery and ridiculous. He said, and here's a report by the Huffington Post that says that states uh, the question why bad cops uh, can get away with abuse. And I'm going to read some of that to you because I feel that's a very interesting portion, um, you know, to cover and everything because this thing is quite crazy and out of control. But before I read that, I've got a gentleman who works very closely with me on social issues and things of this nature. He's from the ATL. He's just joined me in the building. My good friend, he'll soon become your good friend, Mr. Juan Martinez. Good evening, Juan. What's going on with you there? How's it going this evening with everyone? Hopefully well. Hey, look, it's going absolutely terrific. It's just you and I right now, and that's just fine, because I know that you're, you're filled with the same type of, you know, uh, rage, anger, disappointment, dismay, uh, you know, compassion, and empathy for both sides. Even though the situation was a horrible situation with all this police brutality, I just got done playing the audio of the last few minutes of Mr. Mr. Gardner's life when he was, uh, Eric Gardner, who was putting that police chokehold, you know, over in uh, this little city over in New York. Let me get the name of the city here again as I bring it back up on my on my monitor here. New Brighton, I guess it was, over here in New York. Over <laughs> yeah, it was in Long Island. You know, Long Island, where there where they you have it. You, you, you know, you're, you're from there, so you pretty much know the lay of the land around there. But, I mean, I mean, it was absolutely horrible and terrible, you know, to hear this man pleading for his life. And uh, if you like, I could play that excerpt for me again of Mr. Gardner um, basically pleading for his life there. But, you know, you, you, you've seen it enough times. If you like me to play it, I can play it. But... I mean, uh, I, 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 yeah, you don't need to do that. I mean, if you want to play it again, you can. But well, no, I, I actually choose not to because I kind of, you know, lost it a little bit there when I played it because, you know, I, I, I remember my brother getting into fights when he was younger and he didn't breathe all that well and, and uh, you know, trying to wrestle off from other guys and go through stuff. And people don't realize, man, the average donut-eating cop in, in New York that does this crazy shit that we saw right here. Um, and I take that back. Like I said, it's not all the cops. I take that remark back. But for the, for the individuals that do this, like, I'm going to read the, 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 the setup tonight so you got to get where I'm coming from. And I, and I said it right here on my page for anybody who wants to look at it, that for the most part, most NYPD officers do a magnificent job of protecting America's largest city. But there's an element within these cities' departments and others around the nation where cops are completely out of control. And tonight we're discussing some of that stuff, and tonight we will discuss this civil rights problem because when you violate people's rights, you're violating their civil rights. And civil rights, as you know, or at least it has become today, is something that's not bound by color. And uh, we're talking Eric, Eric Gardner murder because that's what it was. We're talking... No, it was murder. It was, it was cold-blooded murder. Yeah, no. yeah. 
Yeah. And and, and, and we have talking about Roseanne Miller, the 27-year-old uh, pregnant woman, seven months pregnant, who, uh, who a cop tries to throw her in a chokehold. And, of course, you know, last, you know, almost last but not least, this uh, Daniel, uh, you know, Pantaleo, the officer who choked and killed Mr. Gardner, who murdered him, uh, waves at the camera and, and, and uh, you know what I'm saying, or allegedly does it. Well, he, he doesn't allegedly do it. He does do it in the video. And and, mm-hmm. he, and I hate I hate to cut you off on that note, but and, and or not to cut you off, but just to step in on that note. It, he does. He 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 does actually wave in the video. He waves and smiles at the camera when the camera is put towards him in the video. That's actually. I mean, if you Google, if you YouTube it, it's available. If you if you put an Eric Gardner, you'll pull up both videos. One of them being that video that was um, that's actually on my wall. It's on your wall. It's on your group, the group's wall, the Flossy GZ Worldwide. Um, yeah, it, it's on that wall, and it it shows. At, it, I think it's like right before it cuts off. They put them on the stretcher. You see that they put them on the stretcher. And they turn, and you see the three. You see these three officers standing, kind of like huddled together, almost. The three of them, and the officer who had him in the chokehold in the video, in the previous video, in the first video where you see him pleading for his life. You see this officer come out and literally put a smile on his face and wave to the camera like he's getting his thirty seconds of fame. Now. That's actually one of the things that heated the debate and heated the arguments and heated the the issues with the with the police department because if I think they were talking somewhere along twenty something complaints about twenty complaints that this officer had against him for indecent use of tactics, of takedown tactics, and one of them was the chokehold and. I think I was trying to pull up the list of the the, the ratings. Uh, I believe Eleven Alive had actually posted them, and then the New York Post posted them, and the Daily News posted them to their website. And they have a statistic of a specific set of officers, and I think that it cost the city one point five million dollars on one. It cost them a little under that for another officer. And these are, like, not just one complaint that they're getting. These are multiple complaints for indecent use of tactical tactics when taking down a suspect, which in this case, Mr. Gardner wasn't even a suspect. They just went off of a hunch. And, if, and I actually saw in the video, and you, you'll be able to see it too, there's a part in the video when, he, when the police officers have him on the ground and they're trying to, they look like they're trying to get his attention, you actually see one of the officers stealing the pack of cigarettes that he had in his pocket and, and put it into their uniform, but that's not touched on that just yet. But among wow. them, they had, they had him in handcuffs. I, I know you've seen it. I know the public has seen it. There's the video where he's literally in handcuffs on the ground. They're not trying to do any form of resuscitation on him at all. They never tried. They didn't even try. They, one of the people asked, well, why aren't you doing CPR on him? And they said, because he's breathing. A breathing man doesn't have his eyes open on the ground, not responding to what you're asking them. Then uh, we talked about this again on our own amongst ourselves. 
that he went that when they went to ask they they went to try to get his attention to try to see if he was responsive. The EMS worker who came on scene, they she tried to get a response from him. He never responded back. So you knew he wasn't there, and that he wasn't breathing the entire time. I think it's like seven minutes. The video is like seven minutes and 44 seconds long. The entire video, by the end of it, you know that he's dead because he's not breathing. You don't see his chest rising. They didn't do CPR or any type of resuscitative measures to try to bring him back. He was handcuffed on the ground the entire time. I mean, granted, if you had not, if you had taken off the handcuffs while the situation was going on, or you had an officer trying to come up with a defibrillator case, because they have, they're equipped with them in their police vehicles. So yeah. bring, bring in something out to try to bring him, to, to try to keep him stabilized until they came and got him. You they know why they didn't do that? They didn't do none of that stuff, man, because they knew that this brother was dead already. He wasn't moving. He went, he went into a seizure. I mean, things had already gotten out of control and everything. So by the time it was time to do the right thing, these dirty bastards couldn't do anything. Yeah, I said it, dirty bastards. But when you can sit there and let a man, you police, and you can sit there and let a man die like that and don't do anything about it, that's some dirty shit, no matter how you do it. And it's just that the Leo guy, if you, if, you, if you Google cop who choked New York man has a history of complaints, this guy, Pantaleo, I mean, they had this one thing that said, I don't know if you posted somebody else posted it, where this guy actually hit a guy in his nuts twice with his hand, mm-hmm. you know, play, playing around with the guys, playing around with the guys' nuts, doing some, some kind of deep BS. It says here, according to the report, the New York police officer was reassigned for using a chokehold. That some of this should be fired because, because on, on tape, on camera, and by the, the uh, mayor of the city, it says that this individual – Right, has, has not only been up on charges, he has t- count them, 21 complaints against him. 21 complaints. Right, it says here the New York police officer reassigned after using a chokehold on Staten Island resident Eric Gardner, who later died, has been sued twice before for civil rights violations. Two suits against this guy, uh, uh, Daniel Pant- Pantaleo, first reported by, like you, I think you said it, by SILive.com. Right, and that, that's, that's, that's capital S, capital I, capital L, live.com, came in June uh, uh, 2013 and February 2014. In the first suit, right, uh, June 21st, Darren Collins and Tommy Rice both said not an alleged defense Leo, and several officers unlawfully stopped the car, searched them, handcuffed them, and then subjected them to a humiliating unlawful strip search in public forced Collins and Rice to pull their pants and underwear down, squat and cough, according to the documents. And then, of course, they've got the police documents here. It says the party settled out of court right to the tune of $30,000, according to Jason, to Jason uh, uh, Leventhal. Hold on just a second. So Jason Leventhal, uh, Collins' attorney. And, uh, and in fiscal year 2012, the city paid off $152 million. Count that, Ron. That's, that's lottery money. $152 million in claims versus these, these, not all the cops, but the animals within the, the, the police department pulling this crap. The second suit against Frank Leo from June two, or, excuse me, 2014 was brought by Rylon Walker of Staten Island. Right? In it, Walker alleged that Pat, uh, Pat Leo approached him, accosted him falsely, 
falsely arrested him, falsely imprisoned him, and despite the fact that Walker had not committed any crime or offense, did not act in a suspicious manner. In the suit, he also alleged that particularly in Richmond County, where Staten Island is located, there has been a pattern of abuse and false arrests by officers and numerous lawsuits against people of color. color and, and since the death of Eric Gardner, he's been stripped, uh, uh, Pantaleo has been stripped of his gun, badge, and reassigned. Since, two, since 2009, complaints have been filed against officers using chokeholds, tactics forbidden by NYPD, according to the New York Times. In all nine instances, the Civilian Complaint Review Board recommends the harshest possible punishment for officers and administrative trial, which can lead to firing. In all but one case, officers receive just a slap on the wrist. Unbridled fuckery. Go ahead, Juan. Well, and then to touch on even more of what you said, and, and I, I really want to hear what people have, what the people have to say. So if you're listening, definitely give us a call. The lines are open. It's 646-595-3402. But not only so much that, there was also a report that was put out that said that most police officers, that, that the most police officers being reassigned to the city, to, to Long Island itself, had previous indecency complaints or civil rights complaints or complaints that literally escalated it being paid out to them in lawsuits. The, these officers were still working. And uh, I believe Al Sharpton recently, Reverend Al Sharpton, who has uh, been pretty much fighting all these instances because it's not so much these incidences that have happened now. This is not the first time that the New York City Police Department has come under fire because of it. Because in recent years, well, not recent years, but in the past, they've actually they shot Amadou Diallo. Amadou Diallo was an unarmed uh, African-American man who was, putting, uh, who was apparently taking his wallet out of his pocket. They took his, they, he was taking his wallet out of his pocket. The, officer, the undercover officer that responded to the scene perceived him as a threat and opened fire. They opened fire to the point where this man died. And the city ended up paying out the family. There was another one, there was another gentleman that had a plunger stuck up his butt. He got paid and moved to Florida. Um, he survived. Then you had Sean Bell. Sean Bell was another, case, uh, another tragic case where officers, undercover officers used abuse. And in that case, in that particular case with the Sean Bell case, he was act, it was the day before he was scheduled to get married. He was, he, had, he was getting married the very next day. And apparently what happened was him and his friends were coming out of the a bachelor party that they had in some, I believe it was like a strip club or a bar or something. They were coming out, these officers that were undercover were under the influence of alcohol at the time. They perceived that he was doing something, and they stopped. They came and pulled up in front of the car, came out the cars, and opened fire on the car. They actually injured one of his friends. They permanently paralyzed one of his friends that were in the car and killed him because they opened fire on numerous times. I believe they replaced their clips at least twice, and those officers were sued, and I believe one of them was fired, but... No one brings up the fact that they were under the influence and they were undercover. But go ahead. And then so they just—it's not just—it's not just one instance. It's not just one incident of occurrence. This is not just one time that this has happened. This has happened on numerous occasions. This has happened on 
as far as I can remember, it, they continuously have it. They, they're usually held to probably one goof-up or one really bad case every so often. In this case, Mr. Gardner's case was one of those bad cases. And in the in 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 interview, he had a press conference. Reverend Al Sharpton had a press conference with Mayor right. de Blasio and the police commissioner. And he, I believe something, the, the reports were saying, that he had commented to him, well, what if this was your son? That the only reason why they don't do this to your son is because he's your son. But if this were any other day, he would fall into this situation as well. To which, hey, man, this, this is so horrible. I remember that story you were saying, the one about the brother who was uh, engaged to be married, wasn't doing anything, just was coming from a bachelor party. And they hooked him up like like putting out fresh laundry on a clothesline family, and I mean it was it was such an ugly event and such an ugly thing to go down and happen in such a horrible situation. I mean, this, I, it's, again, I only have one word for it: it's fuckery. You know, and, and I'll redefine it again. Fuckery is something that happens that shouldn't happen. That's so messed up that you know it, it's fucked up, and so then you just just stretch it out. It's fuckery. And, and, and if I can use that as an adjective, as an adverb, you know what I'm saying, which is a description of an action, or just a verb, it's all those things. It's a noun, verb, pronoun, you name it. Fuckery covers all that. And when you see what happens right here and the way they, they pull this business and the way they do stuff, this is what inspired. They got mad at Ice-T. I'm about to play a song here in just a little while when he had the song Cop Killers. It inspires that. And you wonder why that inspires that. You wonder why NWA would make a song like Fuck the Police. It ain't because the police have been doing all this good in, in the neighborhoods. But like I said, for the most part, if I had to round it up and give it a number, I would say maybe 75, maybe even 85% of most policemen do an appropriate job in serving and protecting this public. But you have that 15 to 20% like these old said tell me in the Marine Corps, so I'm not some just some rogue nigga on the line talking crazy. I'm a fellow who served this country, who, who was guarded, you know, you know, uh, posts all over the, the, the world with, that had, you know, weapons and armaments and, and, and missiles and everything else. And I'm telling you, to see people that are supposed to be actually serving and protecting being the worst criminals, you can hire gangsters and thugs within your own organization and, and say, here it is. I mean, this isn't just something that's indicative of New York City. We're talking about Los Angeles policemen saying ignorant shit like, they got a gang and we got a gang over here. Well, the bottom line is you're supposed to be in, in the war against crime and stuff. So if you're claiming to be a gang and you know, you're, you're coming up with your own rap songs and you guys are, you know, lending, you know, and feeding fuel to the fire on a lot of this fuckery that's going on, then you're just as bad as the criminal element that you're supposed to be supposedly protecting against. And that's, and that's why, you know, you got so many uh, uh, these gangsters out here, like in my hometown of Chicago, with automatic weapons and stuff like that. It's not really even against for their, for their enemy. It's for cops to come up on them and do crazy shit like this here. Now, I'm not glorifying it by any means. I'm not advocating violence against policemen. Because like I said, 80, 80 to 85% of the cops out there are doing a real effective job. But sometimes people through human nature can be swayed. We're going to go ahead and take a break. I'm going to pay a bill real quick, you know what I'm saying, uh, you know, get some things, you know, organized here. And then when we come back, you know what I'm saying, we're going to get into this thing uh, with uh, Roseanne Miller, the uh, New York uh, native who also went through more good fun with the NYPD, seven months pregnant, 
and, and attempted chokehold put on her, and she had to fight her way out of it, and thank God she did, because for all we know, when that cop would have got his hands around her and fell on her, that child of hers would be dead, and she might be too, because women can rupture their stomach, and they can die too, so you would have had two dead people on your hands. This is Flossie Gigi and Juan Martinez, 646-595-3402. NYPD, serve and protect, I think not. We'll be back in a moment. This next record is dedicated to some personal friends of mine, the LAPD. For every cop that has ever taken advantage of somebody, beat them down or hurt them because they got long hair, listen to the wrong kind of music, wrong color, whatever they thought was the reason to do it. For every one of those fucking police, I'd like to take a pig out here in this parking lot and shoot them in their motherfucking face.
by now, NWA Ford is in full effect. Judge Dre resigning. In the case of NWA versus the police department, prosecuting attorneys are MC Red, Ice Cube, and Easy Motherfucking E. Or, 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 Ice Cube, take the motherfucking thing. Do you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth to help your black ass? you goddamn right. Won't you tell everybody what the fuck you gotta say? The police coming straight from the underground. The young nigga got it back because I'm brown. And not the other color, so police think they have the authority to kill a minority. Fuck that shit because I ain't the one. For a punk motherfucker with a badge and a gun to be beaten on. It's on this jail. We can go to the toe in the middle of a cell. Fuck with me because I'm a teenager with a little bit of gold and a package of such in my car. Looking for the product. Thinking every nigga is selling narcotics. You'd rather see me in the pen than me and Lorenzo rolling in a benzo. Be the police out of state from when I finish. Bring the yellow tank to take off the scene of the slaughter. Silk and small of bread and water. I don't know if they back or what. Such a nigga down and grabbing his nuts. And on the other hand, without a gun, he can't get none. But don't let it be a black and a white one. Cause they'll slam you down to the street top. Black police showing out for the white cops. Fuck up. 
Once you step up to the stand and tell the jury how you feel about this bullshit. I'm tired of the motherfucking jack. Sweat my gang while I'm chilling in the shack and shining the light in my face. And for what? Maybe it's because I kick so much, but I kick gas. Or maybe because I blast on a stupid ass nigga when I play with the trigger of an Uzi or an AK. Because the police always got something super to say. They put out my picture with silence. Cause my identity by itself causes violence. But even with the criminal behavior. Yeah, I'm a gangster. But still, I got flavor. Without a gun in the bag, what did you got? A something in a uniform waiting to get shot by me or another nigga. And with the gun, it don't matter if he's smaller or bigger. And as y'all know, he's here to rule. Whenever I'm rolling, keep looking in the mirror. And it's on you, yo. So I can hear a dumb motherfucker with the gun. And if I'm rolling up the eight, he'll be the one that I take out. And then get away while I'm driving off laughing. This is what I'll say. Julius Sanchez gives me a bit of redneck, white bread, sugar shit, motherfucker. Hey, that's the lie! That's the goddamn lie! Get him out of here! I want that shit! Get him the fuck out of my way! Got a nigga lot like the dread on my head, Jack. And if I try to fight back, well then I'm dead, black. I got the right to win the tourney in the state balance. They got the right to try to burn me if I play balance. I know the game, so I just roll with the procedure. A legal search is teacher. Something that they do when that they leisure. Down at the station, interrogation is taking place. Open side of jail, look for me to make it space. Tell the devil to his face, he can suck my dick. It's the whole black race that they fucking with. Come to find my crime was letting brothers know this time on the devil and stopping them from eating swine. And plus my prior record still my face. One for all and then God was crushed. Got me sent up state. But still I won't bite my tongue. I just write tight shit to recite the young to fight the one who eats them on the level that's minimum. That's number one. Oh, 
I was frustrated, I can't do no more push-ups. Niggas be swole up, locked down cause of a hole-up. The devil made me do it, what I say. Got some bad news on my one phone call the other day. I love the kids and I teach them to love their father. I'll get you some cakes and try to send some flicks for the sofa. Maybe yes, it's over. Ain't much you can do when you're holding the phone. A million inmates, but you're still alone. You're not crying, but inside the giant. You might cry in the night when you're safe and out of sight. Damn, I miss my beat. Send the ride, send the Send my casual freedom. Where's my crew when I need them? A prison ain't the same like being in the game, but I'll take it. At least with that, I'll make it. The beast is the big thing I see it. I do the knowledge to him. So next time I can do him. Yo, ex, I got the lock in now, but right me will soon. I got to show a busy man. Give me a minute. You can never know the scene I'm going to lock the fuck up with it. Continues 
For the most part, most NYPD officers do a great job of protecting America's largest city, but there's an element within this city's police department and others around the nation where cops are more than just a little bit out of control. My main man, Juan, you still with me? I am. I'm not here. I, I ain't yeah. going nowhere. Yeah, I, I hope that uh, that uh, Ice T didn't throw you up. I forgot that his rock and roll element was very rock and roll. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was. It it threw me back there for a second. I didn't know if I was listening to Ice Cube or uh, what is it? Three Doors Down. <laughs> you know, it, 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 it's the other Ice. It's Ice T. You know, he had a group called Body Count when he was a little bit wild. That song stirred up a lot of controversy, and there was a lot of mad cops, but the bottom line is, like I said earlier, you know, it, it's not just NYC that has this problem. We had a young man up here that was unarmed going through a domestic violence situation where he was real emotional and everything, and he was going to come out, but he decided he didn't want to come out. He never had a weapon. He just didn't want to come out. And he went back inside and was getting ready to go back to the side of his house, and the cop sniper shot him in the back. They come to find out he was unarmed and there wasn't a gun anywhere. I mean, so, I mean, this it, it, it isn't a new problem. And Lord knows in Chicago, you know, what, what happened to the Black Panthers was absolutely ridiculous. The way they went in there and murdered up them boys. So, I mean, this isn't something that's brand new that we've seen, but we have to have conversation, dialogue, and diatribe to talk about the things that we see uh, that goes on in our cities, man. Because, I mean, you're in a big city in ATL. Portland is growing faster than I wish it wouldn't grow. My hometown, Chicago, it's so lawless down there, it doesn't make any sense. But, I mean, you know, it is what it is. We don't need our law enforcement officers being unlawful as well and paramedics that stand around and say, basically, fucking let them die. We don't need to have that kind of behavior going on, man, yet that's what we have, and it's it's very unfortunate that that's what we have. And I just wish it could be different. Um, here again, we have a story. Uh, that I'm going to read to you real quick, and then we'll have comments back and forth. And of course, they kept the they kept the story real short. Um, they've got actually they've got a video here uh, of the woman who was put in a chokehold, seven months pregnant. And I'm gonna I'm gonna mute myself, play that, and then read the story so we get clarity. So hold on, bear with me just a moment, folks. Six four six five nine five three four zero two. Hold on, I'm gonna play this video for us. Jamaican brother in the background 
trying to tell him, and fortunately for her, fortunately for her, fortunately for her, fortunately hear him in the back, the Jamaican gentleman in the background, and fortunately for her, she was strong enough to uh, break herself free of that cop's grip. The guy had her in a full Nelson, Guan. The cop had the woman in a full Nelson and and was and basically pushed her up against his gate, pushed her up against his gate, and she's obviously showing. And the guy is trying to tell her, tell this guy that this woman's pregnant and, 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 and whatever. Now, how come you couldn't call for a female backup officer or someone that would have had some understanding? The girl's seven months pregnant and you're trying to put the girl in a chokehold. Police are investigating whether a cop, uh, uh, hold on just a moment. Let me increase the screen here so I can read it properly. It says here, investigating the cop who put a seven-month-old pregnant woman in a chokehold while busting her for illegal illegal grilling. Now, now understand this. This woman's barbecuing, man, and you try to bear her up there and put her in a chokehold because she's barbecuing. She's in Brooklyn, okay? Bro- you know, uh, is Brooklyn in the house? Yes, I guess they were, right? In instance, that was caught on film. Four was released Monday by the New York Advocacy Group show Roseanne Miller, 27 years old, struggling with a cop who has put his arm around her neck. I'll say it again in bold print. The NYPD prohibits the use of chokeholds. D prohibits the use of chokeholds. That man shouldn't have a job. He should be suspended. Officers went to the home over the weekend because she was grilling on a public sidewalk in violation of the law, cops said. But the melee broke out that ended with her and her brother and her husband in handcuffs. The brother, John Miller, was charged with harassment and obstruction of justice. Her husband, Moses Miller, 34, was charged with resisting arrest and obstruction, and she got a summons for disorderly conduct. When a former councilman, Charles Barone, heard, he called the cops and, and to complain and expedite the Miller's release, he said. The grill, it was, this was all over a grill, Barone said. This was about grilling in front of her house. The advocacy group, people organizing and working for the empowerment of, and, of, and respect, released the photos. Barone pointed out that the woman's daughter could be seen in the photo watching her mama be arrested. Barone said one of the cops, a, a lieutenant, went to the building at 594 Bradford Street on that particular Thursday about a domestic incident involving another resident and returned on Saturday and encountered the grilling, right? The case in which, in which a man died from an apparent chokehold has led to the outcry. Eric Gardner, 43, died in Staten Island. So as we here once again go and review this, you got this dumbass cop bear-hugging this woman, right, doing all kinds of crazy fuckery, trying to, you know, push her up against the fence, bump her up against the fence. The woman's stomach is hanging there, dude. And, 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 and the brother said, look, this is obstruction, this is obstruction, this is obstruction. He didn't want this cop grabbing his pregnant sister. You fall down with this woman or you choke the air off of this woman. And this woman ends up a, a casualty and dead. Hold on just a moment so you can respond to that. 914-310, my listener from New York. How you doing this What's evening? up? Glossy G's in the house. Yeah, Melissa's in the hey, house. Hey, Juan, Ooh. how are you? How's it going on? What's going on with you? Oh, my goodness. Um, You know what? Um, I only seen that. I, I, I heard about that, like, on, a, on the Internet. But um, that should show you how wild these white people are getting. They're getting so ignorant that they think 
Um, or you know, and it's crazy. I can say from, you know, seeing how the cops are, they mind, they don't mind their business. I feel like what she was doing, yeah, he could have gave her a ticket, and it will just about y'all. She's pregnant. Let her have her. Let her make her food the way she want to make it. Right. But let me tell you something. They they don't worry about who's murdering somebody, who's raping somebody, who got a child molester in their whole community, and really people don't know that. They ain't worried about that. They worrying about uh, they worrying about a young pregnant woman grilling. That don't make any sense. None, what, none whatsoever. Let me let me go ahead and bring my main man from Portland, Oregon, City of Roses, my, my, the town I'm in right now. My man, Mr. Rawhide, we'll be right back with you, my, Melissa, because I want to get your opinion oh, on sure. the pregnant woman. And my main man, Rawhide, welcome to the show. Man, what's good? Good after, or actually good evening, uh, Flossy Cheesy Show. Uh, what is up with you folks? Man, the first thing out of my mouth has to be uh, uh, me cor- correcting you, sir, and uh, and that's, uh, you know, you talk about this man losing his job. Uh-huh. He needs to sit down in a cell somewhere because if it's an illegal hold, then it's illegal and you kill somebody, and that's murder. So let's go ahead and get this dude in a cell somewhere. We're, we're talking general population too. Let's not let's 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 avoid yeah. avoid, avoid ourselves of the fuckery of giving him, you know what I'm saying, some kind of slap on the wrist of putting him in, in, in protective custody. Let us just get out there and gym pop and know what it's like to be a, a helpless person like other people are out here. I mean that's that's that's, that's some of the craziest fuckery that, that you never want to see going down with this situation, man. It, it's just as ugly as it can be and, and I'm not I'm not believing that it's that going down this way. You know, this is supposed to be America a land of the free home home of the free land of the brave and home of the free whatever it goes, you know, uh, land of the free home of the brave. And I mean it's crazy, it's an exciting thing. And here's some here's some breaking news for you real quick. Okay, we got some business back this background. Here's some here's some here's some breaking news for you right here I'm about to bring up. Uh Eric Gardner's death ruled a homicide by the the uh NYC uh examiner. Okay, and it's got some some stuff here where it said uh if those who wanted justice for Eric Gardner we got a little, hold on just hold on just a moment. Gotta find out what that is. Okay. Okay, there we there we go. All right. Uh let me bring that story back up real quick here. Okay, it says here that uh okay, get back over there, okay. Okay, we're be- we are we are beautiful. It says here that all those who wanted justice for Eric Gardner in Staten Island, the father who uh died in New York City, was placed placed him in a who put, officers placed him in a chokehold will be relieved by this update. According to the Daily News, the New York Medical Examiner declared his deal a homicide by chokehold. Some of Gardner's health conditions like asthma, obesity, high blood pressure also played a role. But thank God the truth is finally out. He saw Gardner, Gardner's widow, uh, told police, thank God for that. The video uh, showed the arrest on the Internet. It caused a national uproar. And since many people believe the police overly and aggressively handled the situation with uh, Gardner, the, the viewers of the vehicle are shocked at the controversial chokehold, a technique banned by the NYPD. I'm going to say it again twice for the purpose of, of saying it again. 
This is a tactic that is actually banned by the NYPD. And if that is the case, then why are you guys still using this damn chokehold and getting slaps on the wrist? And by the way, for that guy, that, and we just had his name just a little while ago, for that clown that was sitting up here smiling and grinning at the camera, that this uh, this uh, Panta, Pantaleo guy, Daniel Pantaleo, okay, I hope you got a good attorney because they just found that to be a homicide. So all that smiling and grinning you was doing and mugging for the cameras and, and, and waving and doing all that fuckery you was doing, you know what I'm saying? Dead record is coming for you, buddy. You know what I'm saying? They found out that was a homicide. So it's not going to look good when they show that video of you standing there immediately after this man's death, waving and, 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 and saying, you know, howdy, howdy to the camera, like, like you're on your way to, you know, I got the football game. I'm going to Disneyland. Now, I think you're going somewhere else, buddy. You're going somewhere, somewhere else. When you, and when you leave here, hell has a place for people just like you because what you did was clearly wrong, and now there will be justice in the town. So, I mean, it's amazing to sit up here and, and, and see this thing unfold the way it did. It's amazing to see uh, how it unfolded. What do you folks think about that? It's crazy. <sighs> but I, 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 I thank God that they're doing that. I really thank God. Hopefully, they, hopefully they'll, you know, that justice will will come through and that yeah. he'll be behind bars. And every man that's in prison right now, just knowing he go, he's a cop, they're going to beat him down. And I got no mercy on him. You know, um, I'm, I'm just really uh, um, amazed and, you know, uh, happy with where technology is bringing our society where, you know, things like this used to get swept under the table all the time, all the time, you know? Like, uh, if it wasn't for uh, the uh, overabundance of ways to get video out there to people and stuff like that, I mean, just think about it. If there was no video, they could easily uh, go back and be like, well, the witnesses are lying, and there was no chokehold involved at all. And that's amazing. That is amazing. It comes down to, when it comes down to it, and I'm sure Melissa would agree on this with me, in New York City, the police department has always felt that they had the upper hand because no one could ever prove what they were saying or what they were doing or the fact mm-hmm. that they were they were always trying to overpower folks. Well, now there's proof, evident proof, that they actually are violent. They're more violent than what they appear to be. And it it, it does a lot of good that... There's there's a step in the right direction where they where they are able to prove this man literally killed this killed Mr. Gardner. There's there's without a shadow of a doubt there's fact that he did it that he can't where he can't say where he can't say he didn't do it like uh, like Rawhide was saying where he can't say that the the witnesses are lying where they tear down witnesses because they used to. When people back in the day, when they used to, uh, when they used to come out with allegations against the New York City Police Department, a lot of times, and it was factual, a lot of times they intimidated the witnesses to where the witnesses wouldn't testify, and then you had no case against the police officer, and it was a done deal. 
And everybody yeah, yeah. They, they paid the city off, they paid the people off, and it got swept underneath the rug, and it was no harm, no foul. But it, it's about time New York City really, really reevaluates the police department. Because like you were saying earlier, Floss, the police department has to really look into themselves and see this and, and change their structure to fit the need. Because you have, all, like I was saying before, you had all these bad apples that mess up the good ones. Yeah. Like I, like I said in my introduction, and, and, and for the purpose of the people just getting here, I'll read, I'll read it back at the risk of being redundant and whipping a dead horse in the blue. For the most part, most New York police officers, NYPD officers, do a magnificent job of protecting America's large cities. But, so, you know, there's an element within these city, this police department in this city, as well as others around the country, where the cops are completely out of control. And this is truly a civil rights problem, and civil rights are getting violated. And so when you have people that are violating people's civil rights and doing all of this odd and bizarre, you know, nonsense that's going on, it's the type of thing that's not only alarming and disarming, but later on in, in the broadcast, I'm going to read some of the things that some of the other cops said about this brother's death. But now here's some interesting stuff about Mr. Pantaleo. He's been sued twice, right, for, 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 for crazy shit. And it says here that on that particular Thursday, the you know, police approached uh, Eric Garner, and they did their, their due to him. Since the tragic incident was watched by thousands and it is now a, a, a viral incident, family and friends supporters of the Staten Island man have come forth and demanded an investigation. And while there is an ongoing investigation, Bratton ordered all 35,000 officers to be retrained in, in, in the force and, uh, and workers, uh, uh, and uh, four emergency workers who stood there. These are EMTs. People that when you hear, it's not the sound of the police, it's supposed to be EMT. They're just doing all this fast driving. They get on the scene. They see this man's having a seizure, and they allow the seizure to go on. Now, this so-called eight-year veteran of NYPD, this Pantaleo character, he's been sued twice in the past two years for alleged civil rights violations. They're not alleged. Wow. In the first suit, two men claimed that Pantaleo and other officers system and drawn open daylight. Hold on, hold on, just just a moment. I got, we got to be able to hear this. Just a moment, okay? Okay, here we go, right here. Bear, 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 bear with me, bear with me as I read through this, and I'm going to bring you guys right back here in just, in just a moment, okay? But uh, hold on, I'm, I'm, I'm almost back to the to the spot here, okay? Let's see where is he? Ah, here we go. It says here that in the first suit, two men claim that Pantaleo and, and other officers and strip searched them in broad daylight while they were driving. Said the officers handcuffed Darren and, and uh, Collins and Tommy Rice and Pantaleo and a, a, another officer, Conta, pulled down the plaintiff's uh, underwear in broad open daylight and touched and searched their genital areas and stood by or stood by while this was done in their presence. The lawsuit alleges that eventually the men were criminally charged according to Collins and Rice's letter, and Pantaleo uh, uh, had falsely claimed that he saw cracking heroin in plain view, right? In other words, he's a lying ass, too, on the, on the vehicle's back seat, allowing officers to arrest everyone in the car. Two men received $15,000 of settlements, which is far below what they should have got paid. 
In the second suit, Robin Walker accused Pastor Leo of arresting him, and even though he committed no crime at the time and was not acting in a suspicious manner, it was still pending. Keep in mind, all three members were people of color. According to Rice's attorney, uh, Jason Leventhal, who regularly handled civil rights cases against it, against NYPD, Pastor Leo ignored life uh, or death rule of the NYPD patrol guide, which uh, prohibits chokeholds and ignored the department's use of force uh, continuum. The tactic can be fatal and, was, and has been prohibited by Section 203.11, right, of the uh, NYPD patrol's uh, uh, guide. It says that members of the police department will not use chokeholds. Chokeholds have been banned for 20 years after the death of Anthony Baez, who was killed in a confrontation with police after a football got tossed up from a, from a friend's, uh, 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 you know, sidewalk and hit a police car, and the police officers choked him until they ultimately killed him, and, and, and um, they were sentenced to seven years in prison. And I'm not going to read the rest of it because, like I said before, it kind of lives into the same thing. But what we have here, as they, as they do when you're trying to sue a company that's, that's harassing you, we have a continuous pattern of behavior that goes down here in New York City in which you got a certain element that, like I said, sometimes you can unknowingly, out of 35,000 officers, you can end up hiring somebody that's a lawless jackass that ends up doing something like this. Mm-hmm. Well, there it is. There. Well, you know what I have to say? Thank God for technology. And thank God for, for good Samaritans to go and tape that. You know? You know, I said that, um, I said, you know, thank God we got technology. And I thank God that we have good Samaritans out there that will actually tape something like that, or break to tape something like that around police. Mm-hmm. And, you know and then even on, that, even on top of that, that, and then you have people that uh, that won't stand for it, which is a good thing, that they'll take that, uh, you know, it, 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 all, everything is there. They give you everything you need, uh, you know what I'm saying, to, to stand up and, and, and say something because this isn't right, you know. And uh, for the and you gotta give you gotta give thanks for the people who uh, you know uh, stand up and make sure that that these folks get the uh, prosecution that they deserve or the judgment they deserve for what they've done. Well, you know, I because there is a state of what I call you know I I I stand by the fuckery statement, but there is a certain thing as what I consider pre fuckery, which means when you premeditate your actions, and, and, they're, and they're filled with fuckery and, and bad intent, no matter whether you're governed by laws or not, there are certain people that even when they're given a job, a huge responsibility, and I know it's a cliche, but I'm going to say it anyway, those given much responsibility, much is expected of you to carry out that responsibility. And when you find yourself unable or unwilling to carry out those duties, as you should carry those duties out, and you find yourself you know, doing crazy shit like what we see going on here in New York City, which basically is an abortion and, a, and an abomination of what they're doing, we can expect these kind of things to continue to happen over and over again, especially when the powers that be do not control their people. And, I mean, when you've got a mayor like Bloomberg that just got out of there that not only set up and authorized unlawful stop and frisk in violation of people's civil rights, but be the first one to jump down on somebody's back about uh, offending his Jewish rights, 
but African Americans who atypically are the rule rather than the exception for getting stopped, frisked, fucked with, and, and the subjects of premeditated fuckery or pre fuckery or just fuckery itself. And you see this stuff going on all the time. It, it, what it does is it inspires people to make songs like Ice Cube's Cop Killer. It makes, you know, the NWA groups of the world say fuck the police. It makes people not respect the police because if you've got 35,000 cops and you get 15% of those guys, which is roughly about 4,000 of that 35,000 doing rogue fucked up shit, What's going to end up happening is two things I, I fear is going to happen. You're going to have cats that's going to start being ready and start and start tapping these policemen, even even mm-hmm. the instantly actually doing their jobs, you know, and on routine stuff because of the paranoia that you're creating. Or it's going to be one of these kind of deals where they're going to figure out a way to outlaw you from using your cell phone to record these things. Because when you got this dirty business, and we're going to keep on hearing about how much stress these guys are under and how much whatever you're under, there is no good reason for you to practice this innate fuckery the way you do and continue to get away with it. And that's my rant for the day. You, you I agree with you 100%. 100%, I agree. Uh, yeah, you you are absolutely correct, especially with uh, – because there, there's only two ways that it can go. Either um, – uh, they're going to start getting uh, 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 more accountable for their actions, uh, which will make everything better. Or, uh, as history has shown, they completely fight it, and um, they, uh, instead it, it gets that uh, work good, or they find a way to, to uh, sweep things under the rug once again. You are absolutely right. You are so and, right. And I mean... You know what? They think because they got a badge and a gun that they can threaten people and and do fuckery things to people and not have not hold accountability for it. Well, now we're going to see. Now we're going to see. Because you know what? Going to court and everything, they can't say sorry at all, especially that guy who's smiling. He can't say sorry at all. That shows you on his face that he don't care. Well, you know what All I right. mean, it's the three-strike rule in reverse. Twice you've been found like some kind of sissy boy fondling people's genitals and stuff and lying, and lying about stuff and, and doing stuff which means you should have been suspended in the first place. Then you violated other people's civil rights. You've done this crazy stuff, you know, out of eight years of, of, of cop work because you frustrated because maybe you didn't feel like getting about a bed that morning or whatever it is. But this thing has gotten so far to control. I mean, you look at it, it happens, you know, all over the country. You look at, uh, 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 you know, um, Rawhide, you know what kind of stuff that happens out here on the West Coast in California. Yeah. You know about cats getting shot in the back. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, a, a kid that's depressed and going through some domestic stuff, and so he's getting ready to go back to his house. He never had a weapon. He gets shot in the back. You know, Kendrick, Kendrick uh, uh, James, she sits up, she's in a police car, and she's pregnant as ever. And, and this policeman's trying to yank her out, and so the car is in neutral, and it starts rolling. And he thinks she's trying to get away. He whips out his gun, and he shoots her. And she's fully pregnant. And she dies right there on the scene. And fortunately, she didn't shoot her when her baby got killed. And, and, and uh, not only his name is Flash, it's uh, Flash Hour. Yeah, I was a Flash Hour. I forget his first name. But he don't impress me, so I can't remember his first or last name. But I remember the last name, Flash Hour. He set up, and, and basically, he, he bitched and fought. And got a job back after they fired. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. You see what their color gets them? No matter what they do in life, they always, they always, like I said from the beginning, they always stick up for their people 
at work, at home, at job, no matter who it is. They can hate who, they can hate Bill and Sam at work. But when Bill and Sam don't like what you're saying about them, Bill and Sam go and get together. Period. You said, you said but we black you, people, we don't do it. We black people don't do no unity like white people. Never. This is the we got to wake makes... up, people. We got to pay attention. But but again, with with everything uh, being so accessible to being recorded, uh, I think that's changing a lot of that because there's only uh, so many times and, and and so much that you can ignore. But when it's right there in your face, um, eventually it's going to hit you that that you got to do something. Well, it's, it's a horrible issue, my friend, and you're 110 percent right. But you hold your breath for about five seconds. Then when you exhale, hold it for an extra two, because it's going to start stinking again. And, and, and when I say it starts stinking again, I mean that they're going to figure out a way to the use of the sports and there's a fucking sports machine. George Michael used to have a show that came on Sunday nights called the sports machine. They're going to figure out a way to the use of the sports machine to outlaw people from being able to record these dirty tactics that these cops have been have been doing, and when and when they continue to do this kind of stuff, I mean the people are only going to settle for so much. And I'm going to tell you something: at some point, African Americans are going to quit marching, and they're just going to start taking action. At some you point, that's going to happen. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. And, and, but you know what, bro? Um, it, you know, I man, I, I'm not a person. You know, I, one of my my, uh, my my most hated words that I just do is hope. I hate hope. I hate the word hope because it means that you're just sitting there waiting. You know what I mean? And right. so, uh, and, and so, but with this one, because we don't have any choice but to sit and wait, but the good news is, the good news is um, with uh, what technology can do, and it's on such a roll, I don't think they can stop it. I don't think it's something that they can outlaw. Because that's gonna that that that'll really spark it. That'll really spark not only the revolution, but uh, you know, uh, it, it'll it'll automatically uh, spawn anarchy because it'll go against what this whole country is supposed to be about, you know. And if they take it away, that that uh, drastically, which they could do, but this time I don't think that people can sit by because they love their technology too much and uh, technology is making so much money. Um, I don't think they'd be able to overcome that, not even as a, a country or, or a government. I agree with you, and I think that you're, you're on to something right there, and I, and I bring that, you know, I mean, it, it, I, I agree with you. I don't want to u- really use the word hope either because, you know, the hope springs eternal, but it also dies right. on the mind sometimes. And when you have this, this just, I mean, this blatant, I mean, unbridled, unbridled blatant fuckery that goes on and it continues to go on over and over and over and over again. I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm not believing you know, the type of, the type of uh, you know, stuff that I, that I, that I see. It, 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 it's crazy. I mean, it's, yeah, yeah, it, it, I mean I'm, I'm lost for words. You know, Frosty G always has something to say. But I'm lost for words when I could sit up here and watch a man on the ground uh, losing his life like that, man. Uh, I mean, it, it, it's crazy to watch it. I'm going to... Uh,
her up and just play a few of these these songs that are, I guess it's the 15 uh, songs that hip hoppers have done, uh, you know, over the over the uh, you know over the years about this type of violence, crazy stuff. And uh, I, I got one song in particular, uh, two songs in particular that's going to be pretty good coming from my man Blastmaster KRS One. I'm doing his. Real, I'm doing his stuff. Uh, say say you're right, right. Yeah, yeah. Really quick before you go to the song, man. Um, you know, yeah, man. That and and the the whole reason that I hate the word hope because in situations like this where it's just it's a guarantee, it's a shoe in where you know what I'm saying. Like like it, 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 it's got to be done. Like there's no way that they can just uh, sweep it under the rug or say, nah, you can't do that anymore. And that's where I get proven wrong, man. Wow, you're right, family. It happens every time. I can't disagree with you. Not not one eye on them on that family. Cause I yeah. that, 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 there's nothing worse than than this blatant fuckery, man. I mean, it's it's so bad and so it's so bad off that it just doesn't make any sense the way it goes down. I'm gonna drop one on you, this first one on you, and and of course, you know, you're not gonna be surprised. I know none of you will. That unfortunately, we have some brothers in 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 these some of these communities that sit up and try to clown um, for their white colleagues out here. you got black officers that are just as bad as some of the other ones because they want to prove that they belong to something. But like Melissa so eloquently said it, you know, when it comes down to the choice of us versus them, you know what I'm saying, it's not going to really make any difference because if, if they get brought up on charges, they're going to blame the brother. But here's that song by KRS-One. You know the one, Black Cop. Black Cop.
talking me? Police be talking me? I'm big black, stop big tax, you don't sell crack, that's the kickback, you call up on big fat, the deal you the dip with a dealer, you the distance, the clown is from the box, not buried in the system, you see me coming out of my building, all types of days and nights, wondering if I got a nine to five, so you're overdue, so you bra, I spot, I flash, you go smile, you're in the corner of my eye, walking, I feel a whole cup of white, inside, it's over for the act, perfect to start to walk live, let's jump left for five, then I start the jog, every speed accelerating from the J.A. The sirens sound violent, they expect more not ready I'm on the street with my man named Little Eddie, he's not laughing He's next door for me, it's a house that has traffic like drugs are free But I'm a new place, in the new place of a melon race That's black in them, makes me look delicate, yeah that's not so And I get mad cause everywhere I go, as long as I'm dark, rocking clocks I'm a feeling so old, but he's rocking me Good show tonight. We got a good panel, and we're, we're trying to rock the house. 
just a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Let them know what's going down. Yeah, yeah. Well, like I said, you know, no more smiles for the cameras for a while. You know what I'm saying? Crazy, crazy stuff. Um, let's see. Let's see. I was just saying the Daily News. Beautiful. Yeah, right on, Juan. Appreciate you sharing that Daily News with me, family. You know, we're getting it in. You know, it got, you know, I, damn, man. I, I, <laughs> I brought up something for Google, and it said there's various, uh, you know, for Wikipedia. Wikipedia is my Bible of information when I'm doing shows and things online, when I'm doing my morning shows for different various artists, right now I'm in the middle of a KRS one. It's probably going to be two more parts to that, and I'll usually run that 9 o'clock uh, Pacific, 8 or 9 o'clock Pacific, probably 8 o'clock in the morning. So i got to do an early thing because i got to go see that new James Brown movie tomorrow uh, around noonish. So I'll probably run about a 7 to 8 o'clock uh, Pacific Standard Time show in the morning, the KRS one. And, of course, I'll be uh, running the... Uh, you know, still tomorrow night. But long story short, um, you know what I'm saying? Um, this is important okay. stuff right here. And I always use Wikipedia for my uh for my for my media uh um so far you know, being able to, you know, run things and, and get information and everything. We got a little information here uh through Wikipedia which I clicked on which is just Incredible how they're doing stuff. They've got all kind of various things going on, you know. Um, some of which they're talking about, you know, the the Nap Commission. You know what I'm saying? The you know the Frankie Lino arrest, Clifford Glover's a shooting, Randolph Evans shooting, Michael Stewart uh, chokehold. You know what I mean? I mean, it's all kind of stuff. I mean, here's here's another one before the outlaw, uh, Michael Stewart on September 15, 1983. Michael Stewart was uh, arrested and spray, for spray painting graffiti on a wall on Manhattan's uh, First Avenue station, and uh, he was a, uh, a uh, what is it? He was a, 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 a violent. He was violent with officers and ran uh, in, in the street, uh, became unconscious, and died on September 28th, you know, 1983. In October, you know, there was a case in which. Uh, you know, a grand, went before a grand jury was dismissed seven months later, one of the jurors uh, stated privately on investigation of the case on February 1984, the grand jury indicted the three officers for criminal negligence and, and homicide and injury. So they lied about what happened to the guy, and they ended up having to pay out, you know what I'm saying, uh, quite a bit of money for that particular incident. And it just goes all the way down through, you know, different things that's going on, you know what I'm saying, and mafia cops, you know, flushing brothels. I mean, you name it, they, they had it. So if you if you Google uh, New York police corruption and misconduct, they've got, like, you know, major pages and stuff. You have to scroll down. You know, when you scroll to the bottom of a page, your computer bumps up a couple of times because you got to keep pulling down on it. And they've got quite a bit of stuff in here for all the stuff these folks have pulled over the years. Like I said, for the most part, and I'll say it again, most of the officers, just like anything else, they do a fine job of, you know, guarding the city and they just want to, you know, go out and come back home, you know, safely just like everybody else and do their job and do what's required of them. And then there's, you know, some that for whatever reason, they took that turn the other direction and it's a pretty uh, gloomy street that they turn now. And it's, it's just unfortunate that it happens. What you got going on, Juan? 
Man, what isn't going on? Still just dealing with some craziness. What's everybody else up to tonight, Melissa? Who, me? Yeah, what you up to, Melissa? <laughs> you, you so quiet tonight? Oh, uh, you know, what one thing about it is, I'm cleaning. I have, like, a habit. Like, I have to, like, clean the kitchen the way I want to clean it. So I always tell everybody, don't touch it. I have it. <laughs> but you know what, too? I like how you brought up about the Bloomberg thing about him being Jewish. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the Jewish people, I, I, I want to I wanna get this. How come these Jewish people get money um, over what happened to them or what happened to their family members? Our family members have been going way deeper than they are, way deeper than they were. Where our money at? I would say eight times longer. You know, what happened to them back in 19... 19- the 1940s during the wars and stuff, it was a horrible experience all the time to live in their families. And, and even Japanese people that were put in internment camps during World War II, each of, each of their families, and that's a lot of families, they see 20,000 bucks per family. Meanwhile, you know, we had the slavery thing and they think that it's completely inconceivable that our people should get reparations. Mm-hmm. The American Indians, they get compensated for theirs. Theirs comes in a form of big money with all the casinos that they're allowed to have. And isn't that, doesn't that sound funny, something that they're allowed to have? No, it's their, it's their country. Yeah, yeah. California, you know what I'm saying, is, is, is named, was named by... Uh, Spanish-speaking uh, uh, Americans. You know what I'm saying? They migrated over from, from Spain. I mean, think of the names that's out there. You know, Santa Rosa, Los Angeles, City of Angels, you know, San Francisco, you know what I'm saying, Santa Cruz, Santa Fe. You name it, you name it, it's a Hispanic name. So, I mean, you know, it's, it's, that's, that's kind of off topic, but I understand where you're coming from. Everyone can get reparations for our people, and, and we've been through a lot of stuff. I mean, we, we were literally the constructors and builders of the United States, whether we wanted to be part of it or not. I mean, they brought us over here on those beautiful cruise ships, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> like accommodations, where, you know, where all you can eat as you paddled your way over here. But it's, a crazy, it's a crazy thing, this, this police business. This police business is some is some wild style, you know, stuff that's that's actually uh, pretty incredibly crazy. And it would be very nice uh, if there was a way in which, um, you know, what I'm saying we could, you know, get our reparations and get things, you know, back the way you know we want to have them. And it's unfortunate that. You know, after all this, this sacrifice and things that we've done, we're being mm-hmm. used as, as, as practice for chokeholds and, you know, and torture and different things going on. And this, this cop thing, this, this abuse that goes on around the country is very horrible. And you would think in light of the things that, that happen, that things wouldn't, wouldn't happen the way that they do, but it's crazy. You know, there's an article in the Clinton Post that begs the question, why do cops get away with abuse? Said two years ago, 
you know, it talked about Darren Collins and the other gentleman being stripped and, and brought up in daylight. And then he talked about the Pantaleo guy uh, again. He said, you know, a bystander caught it on videotape, and this is something that, that Rawhide was, 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 was talking about. Um, Bill de Blasio says that, says that brutality in the police force is part of their job because they have to wrestle and fight with people so much to make people get them under control. Well, my, my mm-hmm. question is, um, you know, what did you, what did you make tasers for? Okay, what did you make tasers for? What did you what did you make? What did you have? You know, um, you know, different, uh, uh, you know, pepper spray and stuff like that. What happened to that stuff? You know, when you got the average cop weighs about two hundred and fifty pounds. I mean, mm-hmm. that's a lot. You know, consuming of you know coffee and 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 donuts and and all kind of other different items and stuff and and food and and and, and weight training and you know you know sometimes healthy stuff sometimes unhealthy stuff. But when you have five people that average um, 250 pounds jumping on you, and in, and in this case that we saw choking you out and holding you down. Forget it. You have no way. You have no way of surviving that. Right. 2,000 pounds is a ton, right? If 2,000 pounds is a ton and you've got, you know, five people that are jumping on you, you got a half a ton. That's like a half that, ton truck that they, they, they call that, it. That's a, cause of, that's a cause of distress and heart attack right there. You're going. Right. So if you've got all these people that can jump on you and hold you down, why do you need a chokehold? If you've got five people that can hold people down, why, why honestly, really, for real, why do you need a taser? I mean, you're shooting 50,000 volts up somebody's ass, and I've watched cops episodes on television, as I'm sure we all have. Mm-hmm. And what's killing me is that you can, you've got the, all these weapons at your disposal. you got all these, you know, as, as Joker said to Batman, where did you get all these wonderful toys? You know what I'm saying? Where did you get all this stuff from? You know what I mean? you got to ask yourself a question about that. And yet you cannot, you know, hold a guy down and you can't, you know, subdue a person. It's incredible and it's crazy. But like we've all agreed tonight, thank God that there's technology out there that allows us to record stuff. And I just wouldn't be surprised. Don't hold your breath that that's going to continue to be an available apparatus for us to use. You know what I'm saying? Don't be surprised, you know, whatsoever, that that's, not, that that's not something that's going to get taken away from people. Mm-hmm. We, had a, we had a woman that, that had, whose name I had mentioned before, and if I was to bring her back up, I could probably tell you who it was. I can't remember her name right now because she said enough to be uh, unremarkable. She said enough to make me want to forget her name. But she stated that suspending these guys and putting them on administrative leave, and which they still get paid, mm-hmm. they still get paid, right? And they put and they're undeserving, but they pay them. They give them enough time to make up their stories, as it were, you know, concur the story, and then that's come back that's, later mm-hmm. on with, with, the, with the fuckery that okay, this is what happened. But she said that you know. She saw nothing on the video that uh, indicated that the officers did anything wrong. 
And I'm like, well, look, lady, I don't know what brand of fuckery you're spooning up with your morning mm-hmm. cereal. But mm-hmm. this business, um, not thinking that a man who's asthmatic, he's telling you that he can't breathe, which means that you need to make some adjustments. And then you got a clown that gets up and, and uh, you know, smiles and mugs for the camera and, you know, does all this just outright mm-hmm. bizarro fuckery that this. Like I said before, it just kind of defies gravity. Now, um, you know, you would think that people would, you know, would say, you know, too bad, how horrible this happened. This shouldn't have been something that should have happened. Things like this that should, should never happen. Um, you know, let, let's not do this again. But honestly, mm-hmm. honestly, and this is the reason why people, especially in our communities, always say, uh, fuck the police. This is why they, have, they always say that stuff all the time about the hell with cops, fuck the police. Let me read a little bit of something to you that is just crazy. And it says here, and it says, warning the graphic language might be a little bit uh, harsh or graphic down here. Uh, I didn't see anything improper. If the public isn't willing to accept the fact that officers did nothing wrong, they can go to hell. As far as <laughs> grab around the neck, I would have done the same thing. You know what I'm saying? That piece of shit was too fat to grab anywhere else. Uh, wait, all, what? Wait, wait, wait. All he was complying. He would not be dead. And and the, and the article look is entitled. Mm-hmm. Well, look how many people were packed around him. You're going to tell me they couldn't turn him around and, and, and put the handcuffs on him? I mean, you know, it's just, it's, it's just fuckery. It's white people, white people want, white, it's white people that want to um, basically... Um, wipe us out, and they, they and little by little they're doing it. Absolutely, absolutely. And I mean, when you speak in terms of fuckery, you know, I've got I've got even an even newer word that I use all the time. That's pre-fuckery, which means you think about your fuckery before you do it. <laughs> the fuckery, the, the act that, that that you do it, you know, premeditated style, but. Is, I got another one for you. It's called unbridled fuckery. And you know, something that's done in an unbridled fashion. Right. Unbridled fuckery means that you're doing something that you know is wrong. You've thought it out. you premeditated it. It's, it's, unbridled means it's a combination of all three, which means you thought it out, you committed the act, and you continue to do the act or continue to do the act when you was doing it with no restraints and nobody stopping you from doing it. So you have unbridled fuckery. Fuckery is basically running out of control, and that's what you had. You had unbridled fuckery at the moment that that man was dying. Unbridled in the sense that you not only had cops, but you had who is very uh, of consistent of a paycheck relies on their ability to help preserve life. And when you say that you you uh, serve and protect, you serve up fuckery. And you protect your ass by going on administrative leave while you make up a story to cover up your fuckery. So exactly. you, have, you have all of this fuckery that you that you pull, all of this fuckery that, that continues to happen, and all of this fuckery that you continue to do in an unbridled fashion. That, my friends, is what you call unbridled fuckery. That's unbridled fuckery. There's no if you when you put a bridle on a horse. It's the, it's the reins that go around the horse's face 
and the bit that goes in his mouth and the bridle that you grab on is used to control the horse. This is a horse that's running out of control. This is a horse that, that through the use of the sports machine, it's, it, 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 it's uh, you know what I'm saying, it's 100 miles an hour in a 40-mile-an-hour zone fuckery. You know what I'm saying? So there's so many forms of fuckery. Now, here again, the basic word fuckery describes an act that's messed up, fucked up, it shouldn't be going on. Man, that's fucked up. Save the words. It's fuckery. Plain and simple, it's fuckery. And what we have here is a case of unbridled fuckery. Uh, absolutely. And, and, and non-stop. So, so let's get in briefly on some unbridled fuckery. These are the words, right, of, 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 of American policemen in, in New York City, a place where they're called heroes and angels of mercy, and yet I don't see any heroes. I see a lot of fuckery. It says, America... That, that this is the attitude of your police force. Tensions have run high since the July 17th death, as FDR says, a date that will live in infamy, right, of Eric Gardner, an asthmatic father of six and a horrible police brutality victim. He died at the hands of five officers after they placed him in a chokehold during a violent arrest in Staten Island. The outrage has been palpable, palpable. The New York City mayor, Bill de Blasio, has called the incident deeply troubling, while Ishaw Garner, uh, Eric's widow, told New York Daily News that her husband was a nonviolent gentle giant, and they killed him. And, of course, here's the dark side of that. Yet not everyone shares the perspective of the various online law enforcement communities. Now, these are fuckery agents talking fuckery on a fuckery line on fuckery websites, right? And, you know, these websites, police.com, the rant, strike, are strikingly different. And in essence, what is, what is being said here, and some of the examples basically are, are these words, and I'm going to repeat them, repeat them back right now, Okay. It says that any time a person says, I'm tired of it, it stops today, right, they will all, always end up with, uh, with the use of force, right? Now, this guy wasn't being forceful, but like I said before, I'm going to read through this, so let's just kind of bear with this, this ugliness that they're saying, right? It's, uh, he made that decision, not the police, the police must affect an arrest, must rise above any resistance. The resistance or lack of resistance is determined by the suspect. This was a huge man that appears to, that they, to me that he used minimal force. Sometimes people with pre-existing conditions die when they exert themselves. The police officers, you know, that, that have heart attacks and die every day during physical altercations with subjects. You will not see the mainstream media featuring those people in the headlines. Well, I'm going to say before I read the rest of what he has to say that that is in itself is fuckery because all they talk about is New York police officers and no other police officers in the country. They call them heroes simply because they did their job during 9-11 and they were given this title of heroes. The only heroes that I saw, actually actual heroes, right, were the ones that were either running into buildings or the, or the soldiers that guard this country. Those, to me, were the heroes. He says, mm -hmm. he says, this is nothing to do but petty blame shifting, 
to fuel extremists, uh, extremist agenda. Rail Tubs 3314. Cop, cop in, uh, INC. Here's a, here's a beauty. A more accurate headline would be non-compliant fat bastard gets just the zoo and resisting law enforcement officers. Well, you know, happy happy choke on a donuts and coffee to you. Okay, here's another one. In the first place, if it turns out that force was used, officers was legal with the department policy, it doesn't have any uh, other cop look bad. If the public is willing to accept the fact that officers did nothing wrong, who can't, you know, can't uh, accept that, then they can go to hell. Well, thank you very much. Another word from another hero. I could care less how the public perceives us when when we're in in, in the right. And if you find any kind of law enforcement professional, he would understand our safety is far more important than public perception. Well, way to go, Joe. Wait, 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 wait. Can I touch on that? That's a good go one. Ahead. Can I touch on that? Come on. So, this uh, that person said that they don't understand the what? Did you repeat that? That last one? It says here, right, says that uh, in the first place, if it turns out that force used by the officers was legal and within departmental policy, it doesn't make any other cop look, look, uh, cop look bad. If the public isn't willing to accept the fact that officers did nothing wrong, they can go to hell. I can care well, less about how the public perceives us, right? Wait, now, wait. Can, can, now, can I, can I have to stop you right there? Now, when, the person, when the person says that they, don't give, that they don't give a fuck how the public perceives you, I used to work in law enforcement. I used to work in the NYPD, actually. So right. it, it, it's ironic. The police department teaches you that those are not one of the techniques that you're supposed to use. You're supposed to use a, a accurate force for what force is for. Basically, the way that they teach you is this, is that if someone comes at you with a gun, you pull your gun. If somebody comes and pulls a knife, you use what force you have to return if you feel that way that you're threatened. But it does not, they don't teach you that it's okay to put a person in a chokehold when they're A, unarmed, they don't really pose a threat to you because you're bigger than them. You have more people than you, and the fact that you already have a previous background um, situations where that have escalated or gone bad doesn't necessarily make you look good. And as far as the comment about that, it doesn't matter because it's not that one police officer is not going to make you look bad. Yeah, it really does. Because one police officer, the one police officer that makes, that uses force incorrectly makes people look at them like, well, if, the, if this police officer used that type of force, that means that when I encounter a police officer, it's going to make me want to use force against them because I'm already going to walk into the situation feeling threatened, mm-hmm. and which is going to cause you to be defensive up front walking into the situation, which is going to make it for a bad in- encounter at the end of the day. But for them to say that it doesn't make them look bad, it does. And they didn't use accurate force because he had no gun. He had nothing that really posed a threat other than the fact that he was bigger than they were. By and that he was, and that he was black, and that he was black, because I can tell you right now how that officer walked into the situation. 
and I'm not, I wasn't even there, but I can tell you how he walked into the situation. He pretty much saw a black man standing in front of a store, because even in the video, if you look in the video, and this is what's most disturbing, they're going around saying that he was selling illegal cigarettes, but they found no cartons on him. They're going around saying that he was doing all this other stuff, but they have no actual proof. Now, my thing about it is, if you're going to allege that the person was doing something before they got killed, make sure that your facts are straight. They had nothing to actually prove he had anything on him other than the two packs of cigarettes he had in, the pocket, in his pocket. And it was shown that he was a smoker himself. Well, they, well, went me, off, go ahead. they went off a pre, pre, preconceived notion because his previous history shows him being stopped for selling cigarettes. So that's what they that, that's what the department used to cover their ass because they didn't want to officially say that oh they goofed up. They wanted to sit here and say well they didn't we didn't goof up. We were just going off of this because this is what this man has done in the past. If the man in the past has no violence or no resisting arrest and his biggest crime is selling cigarettes, why did you take him down and put him in a chokehold? What what is after him yelling? 11 times in the video saying that he had he wasn't able to breathe. Why did you continue to put the chokehold on him? Why did you continue to try to subdue him if he wasn't even really resisting? He had his arms up. He had one arm behind his back and the other one in the front on the ground with his arms stretched out like he was trying to grab, like he was trying to get someone's attention. Why is it that someone in the video said that in fact he wasn't actually selling cigarettes, that his biggest crime was, uh, what was it, separating a fight, breaking up a fight. Because if you listen to the video, after the fact, after when he was already there, one of the bystanders said and commented in the actual video, his biggest crime was breaking up a fight. Why are they doing this to this man when all he did was break up a fight? Mm-hmm. Oh, Juan, can I ask you a question? Well, yeah. uh, I wanted to know is that the fact is, so if he was selling illegal um, cigarettes, why can't they just give a brother a ticket? Why they always gotta go and bring a whole bunch of people and do force? Because if you bring a if you bring a whole bunch of people with you, that means you you getting ready to do something. Yeah, that, you getting ready to do something. Because the second their theory is, and this is fact, this is not fiction. With every police officer that responds in the city of New York, they respond in sets of two because there's two officers to one police car. That's that's fact. And anyone who lives in New York, and I'm sure you you see it all the time. There's two police officers to one car. So their reasoning is those two police officers can't handle the situation, and they were probably more than likely covering their ass. So that's why they probably called in for backup. Didn't necessarily, and they had uniformed and ununiformed and, and undercover police officers that were all standing there. But I, they, they, they knew what they were doing. They knew they they, they premeditated it because they went in, like I said before, with preconceived notions that this man, this black man, was gonna put up a was gonna make their lives a living hell. So they better be ready for it. Mm. But, an even uh, um, bigger question would be for me is, uh, even if he was selling the cigarettes, okay, let's 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 give the you know what I'm saying the 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 the, the bacon people the the, the uh, benefit of doubt. Okay, he was selling cigarettes. Was that crime so egregious 
that it warranted the taking of this man's life by a pack of fucking, a pack of fucking cigarettes. And in that case, they said, are you selling single cigarettes? So you mean to tell me, because this man will sell us some cigarettes, if, if, if we believe in the devil's advocate, and we play that, that role, right, because they play it so well, it was worth this man taking this man's life to prove a point with him with these cigarettes. I, I, still, I put it right under the umbrella here again of even more fuckery that's more bizarre than the last statement. Go ahead. But you know what? Oh, yeah, go ahead. I'm good. Go ahead, Melissa. Yeah. Go ahead. No, I, I just want to say is that I could definitely say it in a lot a lot of um different places, a lot of stores. They sell the the monster pop stores or whatever, they sell the um the loose cigarettes. You only know, you get it for a dollar. Do I smoke? Thank no. you. Say that again. Just in case nobody hear you. Six four six five nine five three four zero two. Say that again. Well, I I could definitely say that in New York City. Or Westchester, whatever you want to say. They, they, you go in the mom and pop stores, and you can buy, you can buy loose cigarettes, and it's only a dollar to buy it. For loose cigarettes. Cents in certain parts. And that city, in ATL, in Chicago, Illinois, my hometown, in Portland, Oregon, in Los Angeles, Santa Cruz, Santa Rosa, Sacramento, Phoenix, El Paso, Juarez, uh, 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 right, uh, uh, Texas. Anywhere along the place, hell, Newtown, Connecticut, anywhere you could buy loose cigarettes in any mom and pop store because they bought enough books from the overseas that all they do is they, they sell bootleg records, bootleg CDs, bootleg albums, bootleg cigarettes, and none of them has a baton shoved up their rectum. No, no, not at all. Not, you could, definitely mom and pop stores sell bootleg stuff. Nobody says nothing, you know. That's just the way that's the way things are. It's completely unbridled. But you know, nah. but they're gonna put some a man in a chokehold over a loose cigarette when you could he don't he you know what, if he really wanted to do the loose cigarette thing, shit, he could have gone and just got his own a little a little store, he sell it no problem. So easy. It's it's crazy. If that's even what even if that's even true what they're alleging because they're going off of what his previous records were. That's not even to say what they were looking for him for that point. And then my thing about it is is that why would you pinpoint one particular person when you have an entire city that's doing it? Oh, exactly. Let me give you a few more of these real quick. Uh SAPD, I don't know if that's a San Antonio P D M A S or what. But it, it says here, right, again, if Mr. Walking Heart Attack had simply put his hamburger shovels behind his back, right, he would have, <laughs> he would have, had, he would have had a, uh, a, a heart a, a heart attack more for overexerting himself. The NYPD did absolutely nothing wrong, uh, you know, you know, Tom the... Tom, the guy slamming, blah, 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 this, that, and the third, whatever he said. Just off the fact that you said that hamburger incident stuff, let's not go there when you know that your main moniker is donuts and coffee. Let's not go there about the food thing because that, that's beyond ignorant and, once again, unbridled fuckery. He said, I think that they were very generous. One of the guys said, I think they were very generous, maybe too generous, and the amount of time that it went on, I wonder if it was because of his size. 
and they were waiting for backup due to his size. I didn't see any kicks for strikes and batons, and then it can be construed as excessive, right? Okay, you may ask, you may you may say you know fuck the police, but you may not fuck with police. It said that he had to die, but that's the blame that goes on, you know, uh, on with him alone. The police generally don't show up ten deep at your door just to, you know, just to say, hey, this pervasive mentality these assholes seem to have about about not listening to law or uh, lawful orders, right? It leads to their deaths and blah blah blah. Well, you know what? Even if they're not listening, listening, just like in the military anywhere else, there's a code of moral conduct that you fucking clowns are supposed to be under, and when you go beyond that, you have a situation where you have unbridled fuckery, and that's what you end up with. Now, here's, here's, here's another clear example of what you want one of these, these heroes, right? I guess the best thing for his, I guess it's the best thing for his tribe, right? He probably never worked a legit job, and the city will pay off his family, and they will be in nigga heaven for the rest of their lives. You know, fat fuck, fat fuck perp was anointed a saint by all who knew him, married. Notice how they put that in there, because nine out of ten times, that's not the case. These are just racist-ass, ignorant-ass folks who sit up here and get on the fuckery and just can't stop, you know, saying what they're saying. So I'm really not surprised and or alarmed by any of this stuff. I'm not surprised or alarmed that, you know, we would have police officers that would have this kind of attitude. I keep telling you that a lot of criminals can get hired by law enforcement agencies. Oh, yeah. It's in New York City in the New York City Police Department. That's common knowledge. You already know. You break a law, have your cousin come and work with us. But my thing, are you there? I'm here. Yes. My my thing about it is this though, is that it just goes to show those comments that you just that you just went over. It just goes to show you that racism isn't just specific to one city. It isn't specific to one part of the country. It's everywhere. And for someone to say, to talk about that his burger, his burger shovels or whatever you want to call them, first off, that shows how ignorant you are because it doesn't matter what size you are. What's wrong is wrong, what's right is right. That was straight wrong. That was inconsolably wrong. And talking about that, his... You read about them being a nigga heaven. First off, that's not gonna. No matter how much money they get off of it, it's not gonna bring their family member back. It's not gonna bring their father back. It's not gonna bring their uncle back. It's not gonna bring their cousin back. It's not gonna bring anything back. It's not gonna change the fact. It's it's the money is just a con, uh, uh, a way of making sure that his family is taken care of. And rightfully so, because they took someone away, they took someone that they loved away. And the fact that they said that he may not, that he probably never had held a job, uh, solid job down. How the hell do you know? You don't know this person from a hole in the wall, but you're sitting here saying that he's never held a job. He probably has never held a job down. He probably was probably one of the hardest working men out there. You wouldn't know because you didn't know him. So to assume something is to show how much of an ass you really are. Exactly, exactly, 
And when you got people saying stuff like this, when you got people that have their heads shoved so far up their ass that they come out with a shit mustache and matching goatee, you understand what I'm saying? And when they, and when they come up with this this crazy business of saying these crazy things that they say, it, it really goes to show you just how unintelligent some people can be. It goes to show you that, like you said before, racism, fuckery, all this stuff is universal, man. All around the world, same song, like George Clinton said. It's, 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 the same, it's the same thing, and it's an unchanging thing. We'll be back in a moment. This is NYPD to serve and protect. I think not. 646-595-3402. We'll be back in a moment. Trying to get green, you stick out the face. 
Like a dope beat, they rehabilitate. Still sticking to the G code. Live by the rules, we don't fuck around with you niggas, cause you niggas is fools. We don't photograph the homies that'll pick the nigga up. On the picture, you a victim, but I'm lying, nigga, fuck. Only connect the real, stand down with the truth. I got love for you, man. You a real nigga, spook. My niggas on his G, I can only name a few, but it's a thousand motherfuckers in the team bulletproof. So this one here for you, I'ma rip it till I die. Fuck a 5K1, check his BSI. Send his ass to the top, if he takes it at home. He a motherfucking snitch, that your niggas need a song We don't talk to go niggas, we don't make a beat run We don't trust in the judicial system, we shoot guns We reside on the streets, we go out in the hood I was born in the G-Code, invented in my blood We don't talk to go niggas, we don't make a beat run We ain't trusting in the judicial system, we shoot guns We reside on the streets, we go out in the hood I was born in the G-Code, invented in my blood We don't talk to go niggas We reside on the streets I'm 
A life for crime, career criminal. Now my career is crime. My mind is in the fucked up state. A brainwashed state is the black man's face. In the ground, all I down up state. When I was young, I used to the stars. But back down now, by demons and control cars. Stars with combat cops. Stick up the crack spots. The ad won't get hot to one of their pool gets shot at. Larry David, how much they took. Cops and crooks. But who's the fool? Take a nigga to jail, make bail, guilty or innocent. The system gets 10%. Like you're doing something, but you ain't saying nothing, nothing, nothing. Invasion, 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 invasion,
boy, I'm professional, part of the getaways. In the way the thugs, stars and flubs, taking flubs, driving stone on top of bills, still fantastical. Living life on the edge is dramatic. Mad drama, I'm a fanatic. Adrenaline addict, get away, car, stick ship for automatic. Where my school ass, they got you. Smoke a a nigga up and down the avid, mix my laugh. My nuts, my dust. I won't spend the night locked up or in handcuffs or in the dark jungle. I got the right stuff. Smooth operator, pilot, and navigate stuff. Wake up from a question, my mission to escape. Something everybody's aware of. I ain't gonna tell on you, you don't tell on me, right? I think you know where we're trying to come from. Hello? 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 Hey. What happened? And we I'm are here. Most of our topics so I tonight. just had to, I had to stop out for... Server for chat. Uh-huh. I don't think so, though. You know, things just ain't looking right and sounding right. The way stuff is going down with these bad cops opinions. You know how it is. 646-595-3402. We got about 15 minutes left in the program, you know what I'm saying? Uh, we to close out, and of course, you know, I'm going to, you know, thank you guys for coming out tonight, because as usual, you guys say some good things at the right time, you know what I'm saying, but when we, when we you know, just out and blow out of here, I'll probably um, spend the rest of the night playing maybe about the remaining, oh, I don't know, maybe 10 songs or whatever, um, that's on our field, the greatest collection of, uh, you know, pop tracks that different you're gonna be on tomorrow morning early. Oh uh, yes, I am. I'm, I'm gonna try to. Then. I'm gonna try to make sure I meet up with you so I can be on it with you. <laughs> well, that works you know how me. I do. Um, <laughs> <you already know. laughs> Probably be about seven thirty or eight o'clock, which will be about ten o'clock your time. So that give you a chance to, you know, get up, take care of sunshine real quick. And uh, being, uh, you know, I'm saying, chilling, have a have a good time with Flossie in the mo- morning shows. I'm doing your your boy out of uh, the Boogie Down Bronx, CRS One Part Four. Uh, if you get a chance to, you know, go on online on, on Spreaker, you you can uh, dig up my page over there. You know, Flossie GD Show Worldwide on Spreaker. It's got a copy of all of my episodes, and I've been meaning to tell people all night that you can find me on Spreaker. Facebook, on the Flossy Jeezy Show Worldwide, Flossy Jeezy Show Worldwide on Spreaker. Uh, you can find me on, you know what I'm saying, Tumblr, you know, on Google. You can find me on Twitter, you know what I'm saying, MySpace, but they still open. You can also, you know what I'm saying, just, you know, dial in here, you know, when we're doing shows and stuff. I visit shows in the morning, you know, dedication to, to great artists, Dre, Pac, you know, you name it. I, I try to get them in. And what I do is I play all their music, no matter whether it's good, bad, or indifferent. And let their their albums play through, 
And uh, if people are on the line talking, though, we can get that in. And um, that just means there'll be time for doing more shows. I try to focus on just one artist at a time so that we can figure out everything that was going on with them. I read their bio, and I also do, you know, other stuff, information on them and everything. Uh, KRS-One is a very interesting brother. I love doing his work. He had some uh, work after the KRS-One album, um, uh, the title and track of his name, uh, back in 95. And then after that, I kind of jumped off of it then. There's some new uh, tracks and stuff that are new to me. They're old to other people, but like the beginning of 2001 and stuff like that, he had some other albums. So I'm on those albums now. I've first one album at Criminal Mind, Lord Mercy. No, you could definitely um, put on them joints when you know when you really feel on one song. You got to put it on so you can make everybody else feel it. You know, the power of music. You know, we got some stuff coming up that you like, too. You know what I'm saying? I did Luther already. There'll be some art, please, some Casey and JoJo. Let me write that down. Some Casey and JoJo, some new edition. Like I said, I try Ooh. to come up in all genres. And even though they're... they're, they're Don't forget they're, about they're, Johnny Gal. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I try, to, I try to get them all in, you know what I'm saying? Oh, oh Joe to see there. But I... Um, I'm, I'm trying to get them all in and, and have it all going down because, you know, you got you to have special dedication for these artists and stuff. Plus, it, get, it keeps my mind hot where I can, you know, kind of, you know, stay young in the groove as well as, uh, you know, keep this thing going because this is a good thing we got, you know. Me and, me and Juan trying to do some things later on to kind of, uh, you, know, for, uh, you know, expose a lot more of what we're, we're all about and everything. And you're a great regular uh, contributor as well as listener and stuff. So we're trying to get a whole lot, you know, more people into the groove and everything that we're doing. So my man Juan just got back in the building. So we're, so like I said, we're trying to, we're trying to keep this thing alive and and moving and everything. I just, got, I got a lot of good stuff coming up for y'all. But I love having these evening talk shows with you guys. I mean, you and Cigarette handle the relationship stuff. Around. You know, we have shows like we had tonight. It's just a lot of good stuff that we're doing and have done, and we're going to continue to do it and try to make the show. Even better, even it's getting beyond the black love. Absolutely, nothing but positive truth. Right, we keep right. it real. But now it's a black love because I couldn't. Just like tonight, I couldn't connect black love to NYPD. I could feel on the set with us and stuff. You know, this being a real quick, like so. You know, we, we're just trying to keep things up and running. And your boy Flossie G is here to deliver. But this was a great show tonight. Uh, you know, I really appreciate having you guys on deck. And we talked about just about everything in the, in the categories we had to talk about because the bottom line is, I could have, I certainly made from NYPD stop the violence. I didn't. I didn't want to cower away from, uh, you know, putting my own personal touch on it by by saying I think not because what I think and what other people might think might be, you know, it's complete contrast to each other. But when I see stuff like this that's been going on, it goes on in the sense of my community. It's a person who believes in this community and the fact that we have the power to come back if we just put something on each other. Uh, I believe we have the power to, to, to move mountains and do things. We just, we're the strongest people on the planet. We just haven't figured out a way to put it all together because we get things confused and we keep trying to get accepted from people that really just don't even like So we have to figure out a way to love ourselves. So I do, when I do the series on 
on a black love. I'm not. I'm not saying that I. I dislike some people. I'm just saying that I love my people. And I love us because I. Person, I'm an American, a black person. You know what I'm saying? From the from the people neighbor. So I. I, uh, I try to keep this thing rolling. You know how we do it. We keep it magnificent at all times. So. Uh, black is beautiful. No matter what tone it is. Oh, yeah, well, that's the beauty of us. We're both like And believe it or not, even white folks are brown if they scout the sun long enough. So, I mean, you know, it's just all love. You know what I'm saying? If you, you, know they, brother, you know they want to be our color. That's why they go out in the sun all the time to be tan. But they can't get it. <laughs> well, well, you know, they might not believe it, but once upon a time, we were all brown-skinned people. But what happened is when Absolutely, people, we were. When people graduated up into the Caucasian Mountains of... of, of, of uh, you know, of Europe, what ended up happening is photos, what they call photosynthesis, which is a study of light. If you take a, a dark leaf and you put it inside of a book and come back six months later, that leaf goes, and it's based, this is basic biology. You cover that leaf up and you take it away from the light for six months to a year, that, that leaf will lighten up. It will lose its form, but it will become a, a lightened up field because no light was hitting it. When you put the light on something, it keeps it, 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 keeps it in a dark form. But if you, if you, uh, if you uh, shine, you know, put it in a book or cover it up or keep it closed up like in a phone book and come back in six months, you'll find that that leaf has turned white. And so, and so we, we all worked at, walked the earth at one time, you know, as, as, Absolutely as one we people. did. But at the end of the day, we're all black. Right, and the tribes separated, and we we moved apart. And you got to remember, once upon a time, the land mass was all the same. Well, as the earth grew and as the oceans got bigger, our our, our continents are so separated. And so, some people took on one form, other people took on other forms. Hell, even Australia got broken down. This grew up on the east of the, the globe. So, you got all the stuff that happens and all the stuff that goes on. And so, long story short, you know, we're all the same people, basically. Well, we just act a little bit different. And what I just wish is that our brothers and sisters would learn how to be a little bit more unified because we really need each other more now than we ever have before. Absolutely. So, I, mean, I can't agree crazy. with you more. I agree. Yeah. I mean, Juan, Juan, tells it to you 100%. Yeah, but my boy, praise God on that one. But my man, you know, Juan, you know, he's, He's, he's my brown skin Hispanic brother. You know that's that's my brother right there. You know what I'm saying? We but, what a lot of people what a lot of people don't know is that I'm actually married to a black woman. Actually. Oh yeah. Ow. <laughs> and, and, and and you know the rest, and you'll never go back. <laughs> so. Oh, it's true what they say though. Once you once you it's true. It's honest. I can honestly agree with that statement. Once you go black, you don't go back. Well, you know what, Juan, I have, Juan, I can definitely say I have some um, Spanish in my family, too. But yeah, it, it, you like Puerto Rican or what? What do you mix with? No, my my um my grandma, they're from Panama. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> but um, um, they they showed me a lot how people were being racist and stuff down there, too. Cause, I mean, know. racism... Race, you know that honestly, it, racism comes in every shape and form because it took, like honestly, my, when I uh, when I first took my wife down to what was it? I think Puerto Rico. 
when I took her down to Puerto Rico, she didn't think that Puerto Rico had black people. And we went to some of the blackest communities you would think of. I mean, and she's like, oh, my God, they're my skin complexion. Yeah, I know. We have those, too. A lot of people, but you know what's crazy, though? That a lot of people in those communities, I mean, the police are still technically racist, but they're a different type. They're racist in a different form. They don't they don't segregate them based on the color of their skin. They segregate them based on what communities they live in. I mean, if you're poor, then they want to bother you than if you're rich. Right. Uh-huh. And then in, in Georgia, in Georgia is a perfect example. Georgia is a really good perfect example. I mean, you really, you, you go into some neighborhood kind of sketchy, but they may have the nicest people in them. And you go to other communities that are like, oh, my God, they're developed so well that you're in awe, but they, have, they may have the crappiest attitudes towards things. So it, it's nothing, it has nothing to do with the color of their skin. He, well, they do because they stop you. If you're, if you're a darker-skinned person, and I can say this, if, you, if you're a darker-skinned person and you're driving a, a newer car, they'll stop you. Because they want to know why you're driving a new car, or how you got the new car, or if it's a stolen car. So, mm, I hear that. But but if you're in a busted up car too, like they'll look to see what type of car you're driving and how you carry yourself, and that's how they base the decisions if they stop you or not. Honestly. Mm. But they're not going to tell you that that's how they make the decision to stop you or not. They tell you, oh, it's a tail light. Oh, it's your license plate light. Oh, it's this. Oh, it's that. But during the daytime, you can't see none of that. So, what's the reason for stopping you during the daytime? Mhm. You got something on the line. Mhm. I mean, <laughs> it's a shoe fit. You gotta wear it, I guess. So, Floss, what time are you going to be on in the morning, you say? Yeah, I'm thinking about 10, maybe 10 or 10.30 your time. I've got to go see James Brown tomorrow. You know, that first run. You know what, definitely. I hope people go and represent, uh, you know, represent black people, black movies. Stop buying it on bootleg. Go represent. <laughs> Spend that money. Give another black person some money in their pocket. Come on. Say that again. Come on. Sit in here. Say that again. Oh, you want me to say that again? Support your black people's music. Support your black people's movies. Stop buying bootlegs. All right? When you support your black people, give them a little money in their pocket. All right? Can I get that again? Can can, can we get that one more time? I don't think they heard you on that last time. I, I, I definitely said that when support your black people's movies. Us black people need to support other black people's movies. Take your kids, take your man, or whatever, or take your brother, and y'all go to the movies because you know what? Spend when you spend movie money on those type of movies on black people movies, then that leads them in business to always make more black people movies. Do mm. not go and buy bootleg. Please wait, don't. Wait, wait, hit that one more time. Hit that one more time. Hit that one more time. <laughs> I said, do not. So we need to support our black people. 
when we when they have movies come out, and we need to support them and go see them. Mm-hmm. Do not buy bootleg. Do not buy bootleg. All right. Wait, can we? White people wait, can, want you to buy the bootleg. Do not buy the bootleg. Wait, when we. Okay, you know, can I put Spreaker and check out that Black Love series by Flossie Jeezy. I play it all the time. That Black Love is, is part of the music, <laughs> it's part of the programs, all that good stuff. We, like I said, it won't it won't be Black Love every night on, on everything because there's some topics that that kind of reach beyond just the immediate. But that Black Love is it lets let folks know out there that when they dial six four six five nine five three four zero two, Flossie Jeezy is going to give it to you one hundred percent. And, and make you feel the love because, like I said before, and and and, and white folks help you get in too. You know what I'm I got love. I got love for everybody as long as we all can be intelligent and understand. You know what I'm saying? That like my man Federation says, you know, the revolution. You know what I'm saying? Is not an event. It is truly a process. So just know that you know we care about what's going down in our communities. Just like you love your hoods, we love ours too. So, That's right. That being said, like I said, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this thing on up real quick. Get the power of the rest of these uh, uh, 15 uh, hip-hop songs of, about uh, police misconduct. Actually, there's, there's seven left, but then there's three public enemy songs, Fight the Power, Fight Shut Them Down, that we're going to go ahead and squeeze in before the time runs out on us. Hey, God bless you guys for joining me. So for Juan Martinez, my man, and my lady friend, best friend over there in New York. Oh, Melissa. Melissa, Miss New York, you know what I'm saying, on the 914-678 and 312 and everybody else out there that supports the Fluffy GV show worldwide. I'm going to say God bless and good night. Good night. And good night. Here comes the music, y'all.
Ghetto eyes of mine ain't blind no more. I'm getting ready for guerrilla war. What is coming? Y2K computer glitch. Start running. If you the snitch, you can catch two of your shit. I know I sell out. Let every nigga in a sellout. I don't hate players. I hate the mayor. And the police commissioners, governors, and senators. Turning my people into junkies and prisoners. I rock for the folks that block. The break that lock. It feel good when I hear Jake got shot. We can take this block. If you really want it. You can pull the people army if you really want it. I done seen enough shit to turn your heart cold. Black is like walking barefoot on hot coals. Is a government policy? No justice, no democracy. This a modern day slavery. Fire burn old country. Cop shot, cop shot, cop shot, cop shot. Black cop, white cop, all cop. There's a black and white that can do a drive to There's a black and white that can do a drive to There's a black and white that can do a drive to Oh, sorry, you. 
shit, another young brother hit. I better go over my man's crib and get the pump. Cause silver top shooting brothers is like playing baseball. And they're never in a slump. I guess when they shoot up a crew, it's a grand slam. And when it's one, it's the home run. But I'ma be ready with a wild pitch. My finger got a bad twitch. Plus I wanna switch. Side and step up to the baddest box. Fuck red and white. I got all black socks. But let him shoot a person from the White Sox. What's the call? Foul ball. Babe Ruth would have made a good cop, but he didn't. Instead, he was a bigot. Dig it. My life is valuable, and I'm protected like a gem. Instead of cops shooting me, I'm going out shooting them. And let him cough up blood like slim. It's grim. But that is my antonym. And legally, they can't take a fall. Yo, check it out. It's just a friendly game of baseball. <laughs> Real bad injury, but don't get happy, you're in jail for a century. Just as bad as being shot in the groin. To see who'll shoot you, they'll flip a coin. And watch it run for the stretch. But you don't know the man is at home waiting to make the catch. So the outfield, the gun shut down. You're out. Off to the dugout, underground. I know a cop that's savage. His pocket stays green like cabbage, cause he has a good batting average. No questions. Just pulls out the flamer, and his excuses get lamer. Once the brothers tried to take a lead, but they shot him in his face, saying he was trying to steal a base. And people watch the news for coverage on the game, and got the nerve to complain. They need to get themselves a front row seat, or save the baseline for a beat. Cause television just ain't designed for precision, y'all. It's just a friendly game of baseball. <laughs> But I don't know where the brother went. The umpires or the government. I guess they kicked him out the game and replaced him with a pinch hitter. And the scam he was a quitter. So the cops usually torment, I mean tournament. When am I was saying, you can't let the umpires hit you speaking battle like the other kids, you won't be playing. Cut their picture till your ass drops. A walking gun with a shell in his hand is their mascot. When you run around, let it be noticed, step lightly. The base is loaded, my man got out from three strikes. And the skull, but the knife he was carrying was dull. Instead of innings, we have endings. What a fine way to win things, and hot dog vendors have fun. Selling you the cat, rat, and dog on a bun. And when you ask what is all of this called, it's just a friendly game of baseball. You roll right, you take that, and that, and that. I'm here to protect and serve, and that's exactly what I'm going to do. Trying to get me right and dirty, 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 and my music. 
the drama. Music hit your heart, cause I know they got soul. Hey, listen if you're listening, y'all. Swing it while I'm swinging. Hey, give it what you're getting. Know what I'm doing. While my black man's sweating. In the rhythm I'm rolling. Gotta give us what we want. Gotta give us what we need. Hey, our freedom of speech. Freedom of step. We got to fight the power. That's me. Fight the power. Fight the power! Fight the power! Fight the power! Fight the power!
pirate slave ships. There are more records of slave ships than one would dream. It seems inconceivable. Until you reflected for 200 years, ships sailed carrying cargo and slaves. Ram, demand violence. In the face of the violence that we've been uh, experiencing for the past 400 years, is actually doing our people a disservice. In fact, it's a crime. It's a crime. Stick up the bomb! Get me to the 